Let's Talk Marketplace. The Marketplace Podcast with Ingrid Lommer and Valerie Dichtel. A very warm welcome to all the listeners. This is Let's Talk Marketplace. And yes, this episode will be fully in English. So um, maybe you listened to our last episode. One of our New Year's resolutions has been to make Let's Talk Marketplace a bit more international. And therefore, we plan to increase the number of episodes that we do in English. And we are starting today. So happy, Valerie. <laughs> yes, very happy. Welcome from Good. me as well. As you know, the marketplace business is in some cases very regional, very much focusing on each of the different countries, markets, and also keeping to the experts peers from their own countries. But in other cases, and especially in some industries like fashion, which is like my main uh, experience from um, within the marketplace business, is already very international. So brands in those industries are more often than not to address bigger multi-country regions like North, South or Eastern Europe or end. Yeah? And therefore, their marketplace managers move in much more international uh, bubble, which is why I have been pushing to us to have, yeah. More episodes in English and also I see our customers and clients are much more talking uh, in English with me, even about the German market. So yeah, I think it definitely was time to move to English, partially. <laughs> yes, you have been uh, telling me this for quite a while, I think. Um, I haven't been fully convinced about that um, for a while uh, because, as you said, uh, some of the industries, like, for example, electronics, are still very much restricted by country borders and keeping to their own uh, country markets. So um, I think we even asked our respective communities about this last year, remember? Um, and uh, part of me is still convinced that we maybe should have followed Malte Karstan's idea because he suggested that in all our episodes, I should talk German while you would ask in English all in the same episode that might have been quite fun I think yeah totally fun not <laughs> more, for us like, maybe even more chaotic and not so much fun for me neither so <laughs> no I think we uh, what we have planned now is a better approach we alternate our podcasts regularly so some episodes are in German and others are in English because I mean we still have like the, the most of uh, German listeners but mm. I mean of course 80% of our, or maybe even more, our podcast was in German. So surprise uh, that so many people are coming from the Dach region. So yeah, that's our approach for this year. And um, yeah, I also stumbled actually um, about a new study from ETA Germany, the 2024 playbook, which I got sent from Channel Engine, where they ask, um, they did a survey for German marketplaces uh, or Dach region marketplaces and leaders. And they were asked, what are the top three goals your organization hopes to achieve by joining a new online marketplace? And there were multiple answers possible, but 67% said expand into new markets and 63% said increasing sales and revenue. Yeah, and I would say the study is by way linked, uh, uh, by the way, it's also linked in our show notes and on LinkedIn to download for free. But as you can see, it's internationally, internationally, internationalization. Aye. Uh, it's a key it's topic word, this year. Oh, yeah, it's really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it's true, you know, I mean, um, and I think that's good news for us as well, because the things that you just mentioned there that uh, people answered in this survey, they are like that center of what we actually talk about here in Let's Talk Marketplace. So I think we are um, catering to the customer in this case. 
Yes. So welcome <laughs> to you all English speaking listeners. Um, and I think also anyway, this is totally interesting today what we're talking about because uh, we were we're talking about something which is really, really relevant for you um, and mm -hmm. for the European marketplace community because we um Oh, I got asked in the last weeks, like, hey, Mallory, what events uh, should I go this year? Where do you go? Where can we meet? And I was like, yeah, well, wait till the podcast episode because we're <laughs> already planning something. Therefore, and here we go. This is, um, yeah, uh, our answer to you. Where can we meet this year? But also, what should you have on your event planning list? Yeah, yeah. And uh, not only that, we, we put all that together. We're not only talking about it, but we put all the answers that you get today in the podcast episode together in, I think, the first comprehensive guide to the most relevant marketplace events in Europe. I think we could say that. Um, you can download one and uh, the one and only European Marketplace Events Calendar 2024, carefully created by US Trudy. Let's talk marketplace team. Um, and you can find it in the show notes as well. So we're, I'm really looking forward to um, what you're saying to our calendar because you put a lot of work in it. Oh yeah, and you can. <laughs> but I just, I, I just think I speak the link out once. It's called. It's you, you can find it on the www.marketplace-uni.com/ltmcalendar2024. So mm -hmm. LTM is for Let's Talk Marketplace Calendar 2024. Yeah. But yeah. you will link it to you as well. And yeah, you can there directly mark the events where you're going, what's most interesting for you. And you can also listen to this episode, of course, which you already do. And yeah, we will talk about later in the topic of the day. Yeah, where we go, um, what our honest opinion about the different events is. Mm -hmm. But first what of all... What are really relevant and what aren't. Yes, um yeah. and yeah but first i would say ingrid you put a lot of effort together um with the news so tell me what happened news flash uh a lot actually <laughs> quite a lot uh, this is um i was a bit over overwhelmed by all the stuff that happened on on linkedin and elsewhere and all my news channels um lots of things going on at the moment i think the one that um is dominating the german news at the moment is of course the uh galeria kaufhof which are now again fighting for insolvency i think it's the third time now and it seems that the galeria managers are trying to get the company out of, I don't know, can I say the Titanic that is called Signa Retail? Because, I mean, it's going down. There's just no way around it. It's hit the iceberg a very long time ago, and now it's going down, and they're trying to rescue as much of Galleria as possible before that happens. Yeah. What does that mean for the Galleria marketplace? Well, I would say for the Galleria marketplace, I think it doesn't make so much different anymore, difference anymore, <laughs> because uh, even after the first uh, bankruptcy, um, there was like not so much hope for Galleria marketplace anymore. Um, But I still have heard from quite a lot of people from the fashion industry that they were selling there. Yeah, that's true. But but like from former experiences, Galleria was really loud shouting like, please do our marketplace business. Mm -hmm. And then I did it in the past and I was like, what the heck? Why did we do this? Because there was like so less turnover. It was really like, oh, but I had to do it because our sales team was so much like, yeah, but they they really want so important for us. And I mm -hmm. think there is the 
much bigger impact is that for um, many fashion brands, Galleria is still one of the top three or top five clients. Mm. And if the um, if they are breaking down as well, um, then those those big turnovers are also uh, missing within mm. the budgets of those big brands. And I mean, they are already struggling from the last years. Like this is like an, an like yeah the the what do you say the icing on the cake mm-hmm. um <laughs> but in a bad way and um i could um imagine that this causes overall in the brands um, a huge impact in a bad way um so i think that the wholesale business from galleria is uh, breaking down is even um much That's more dangerous problem, than yeah. just the marketplace view and it will also impact obviously the marketplace business as well, but overall the whole brands. And I mean, it's not just fashion, but I know from fashion that they were a really big player for most of them. So Mm, yeah. yeah. And then also Warmland, as you wrote down. Warmland also filed for insolvency. I I was a bit taken by surprise by that because I've been um, reading up on uh, Warmland and uh, one of the managers, what's his name again? I can't remember at the moment, Tim Kalbera or something like that. Mm. Um, He's very active on LinkedIn and gave lot of insight into what they're doing at the company yeah. and it sounded like they were on the right path so i was like okay that's yeah. bad news yeah i mean wow. not so much impact to marketplace business but no. also like to fashion as well mainly mm. man's fashion but um yeah it's like getting like tighter yeah, and tighter like another and one. the yeah. news is like oh, okay yeah, another on. one and galleria <laughs> is really i mean this is like third time like bumping again the mm-hmm. iceberg and then now finally sinking i don't know let's see mm. yeah let's see what that comes out of that right what else do i have um not much better news but different news <laughs> going down to amazon um because they are again uh well they, they over the last years they have been cutting into the vendor program again and again and again making it even more difficult for vendors to be really happy with selling to amazon especially um the smaller brands and the low price brands and um they are getting it again because now um, amazon appears to be starting to ask brand brands across several categories to stop listing new products um, which are worth less than ten dollar so it's gonna this is something that Martin Heubel um, reported about on LinkedIn, and it seems it's going to get more difficult for vendors in the low price segment. Um, yeah, where are they gonna go into the seller program? But selling on Amazon below ten dollars isn't fun either. Yeah, I mean, it, like if it's not for the sellers fun, then it's also not for Amazon fun. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, um, yeah just like a yeah strategic decision uh which is like affecting many vendors definitely um but there i also think that i mean overall products below 10 us dollar um is still a yeah it's, it's still critical to really make profit out mm-hmm. of it so i think the conclusion is to create multi-packs or mindest order quantities which i also saw in germany already a few times and um this is, I mean, yeah, you have to think about how can we, you increase your overage basket and mm-hmm. your overage average sales price for your products and, um, yeah, or yeah. Move, move them to a uh, seller business, but also find a way to make it profitable. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what what Martin advises in his post as well. Um, but he he mentioned something that I found interesting because he said, of course, uh, many brands are aware already that uh, anything that goes below ten dollar isn't that much fun on Amazon. So they have started. Many have started with multiplex and stuff like that. But um, you can't underestimate the, the fact that um, you can lure customers in with those cheaper products mm. so you might get someone to put that in the basket and maybe buy again uh, or just be made aware of a company be made aware of a um, brand buy those low level products mm. and if you don't have that anymore then you should keep as as close as possible to this ten dollar margin but like from the upper side so that you can still have those you know lure in products mm -hmm. even if amazon doesn't let you go under the ten dollar again mm -hmm. so yeah let's see if i don't have anything better on my news yeah, please. <laughs> yes i i do actually i do um for example uh digitech galaxus um gave us the numbers for 2023 And uh, they grew in uh, Switzerland, or the whole company grew by 13% to sales of now 2. billion um, uh, Swiss francs. And uh, the business outside of Switzerland, which they all put together in uh, galaxus.de, um, that one grew by 57% to now like 290 million euros. So they are on a good course, but they're still not profit profitable outside of Switzerland. But it seems that they are, you know, that uh, Digitech Galaxus is still believing in this internationalization and they're still putting money into it. So I guess this will, as I already said last time, it will be a deciding, decisive year for all these international companies of Galaxus. But they're doing not too bad. Yeah, and very well, very well. But they did 2.7 billion Swiss, Swiss francs, right? Yes. Yeah. That's Just corrected. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's that one is nice. And another um, player who's doing quite well is actually Red Curve Pharmacy, formerly known as Shop Apotheke. Um, okay, they they took over a Swiss online pharmacy last year called MediService. So that um, of course pushed sales a bit, but still they grew their overall sales by nearly fifty percent to one point eight billion euro. So. Pharmacy is doing well, obviously. And uh, of course, Redcare also has a marketplace. So might be interesting to talk about pharma again, maybe sometime this year. Yeah. But this is also an example for country-based uh, marketplace business, right? As we talked with Gregor Leopold in our episode mm. from September 2023. So if you mm -hmm. want to hear about it, then listen to this episode. Yep. That was a good one. Definitely. Right. So what else do I have? Um, just going over. There's a lot of stuff. Um, mm. I can't put anything in here and all of it in here, but maybe just one thing um, that is not strictly marketplace, but something that might um, be affecting all of your businesses. And this is the logistics trouble that has been caused by the Houthi attacks on the ships in the Red Sea. Um, the Handelsblatt did uh, research on that and they realized that since those attacks started, um, freight rates from Asia to Northern Europe have more than doubled since the first attack. Mm. So um, logistics are going up really badly, especially for all retailers who um, source their products in Asia. Yeah. 
I so think we also have this issue, a similar one, but not depending on uh, rebels, but more depending on less water is the Panama Channel. Mm-hmm. So they have also, I think, uh, just one third of the Panama uh, ships like crossing the Panama Channel can enter. So they have like long, long waiting tracks and mm-hmm. people are buying them into like get a fast track through it uh, or otherwise have a really, really long distance. So, yeah. Logistics is a big topic this year, which is like underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, having so much impact in so many ways in in the e-commerce business. Right. Um, Maybe one thing, uh, because this is something that I think we will be talking more about this year, and this is TikTok shop. Um, As I said last year, uh, last episode, and this had many of our um, contributors also mentioned, we are thinking that uh, TikTok shop is going to come to Europe this year. I'm quite sure of that. So it might be interesting to hear that in the US at the moment, TikTok is flooding the feeds of their US users with posts and live streams of uh, TikTok shop products. And it seems the whole product, the offers are very badly created and like full of cheap chunk basically <laughs> so the um and the shop posts get a lot more views than regular content does but i don't think that users will be very happy about this so um let's see if this is like a temporary thing in which tiktok is trying to you know push the views of, of shop and so attract more companies and brands to actually use this new marketplace and they're going to tune it down a bit later on or if this is like the push for i don't know monetization or something um doesn't look that good in the us at the moment yeah so i think it will be quite interesting how tiktok shop evolves how Mm -hmm. this one also gets connected maybe to the platform business i know that some of the middleware partners have already apis through also social commerce um channels and um, i'm i'm really excited to see how much this gets connected in the future so we definitely will keep an eye on that one mm-hmm. yeah speaking of tiktok can i have a few minutes for a short rant <laughs> because they they published a, a study last last week okay and um, because they're obviously gearing up to start their shop in europe so um this also shows in the pr and content marketing efforts and so they did a big new study um together with oxford economics um in which they tried to show how much economic impact tiktok has on the markets in germany france and benelux and italy and that study is just so bad <laughs> So I really want to rant about it a little bit because, you know, like its main message is TikTok is so great for your business. Like it's so great. It contributes, believe it or not, according to the study, 4.8 billion euro to the gross domestic product. So the Bundesinlandsprodukt of these countries. Yeah. And it supports over 50,000 jobs. Isn't that wonderful? TikTok is great, isn't it? Okay. What's your short wrap up? Because <laughs> I see what you've written down. And if you read this all and talk about no, it, then no, we're not I'm, finally I'm, done. No, no, I'm not reading all of it. It's just, I, I had to put in the, because, you know, when I see something like that, yeah, I go I into know. the study and go like, okay, so where do those figures and your from, journalist yeah? scheme comes out and you're like yeah and then i go and look into the methodology <laughs> and the methodology is basically um 
Well, they are. They put together some kind of modeling in which they estimated how much the um, SMEs that they asked for the study on you know, approximately spent on advertising and creator marketing on TikTok. And then they asked TikTok, um, what was the approximate return on investment spent from companies who uh, market on TikTok? And then they put all that together and sort of estimated what kind of impact, economic and impact, TikTok has. And then they put that together and said, okay, and if we have now this totally out of the air number of what TikTok does for these companies, then we can say, okay, all of these companies have approximately this and that many employees. So then we can say oh, TikTok well, supports like the employees in those things. And then, and that gets even better. And then we say, um, okay, these employees have approximately an income of this and that much money and they spend that on you know and this is how it the it's like a never-ending story no it's awful it's awful i ah this makes me so angry this kind of stuff because it's stupid and it doesn't help anyone ah it's just one waving yeah i don't deny the importance of tiktok for modern online economy okay i really don't but these kind of made up, let's fix our numbers to our message bullshit that really doesn't help anyone. Is, and there I just, is like a <sighs> saying, right? Like never uh, trust a study. You, uh, uh, yeah. you changed yourself Didn't force yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> something like that. So, I would say, yeah. let's go to our own study yes. of this yeah. week, I'm, the topic I'm of not the week. Just, you know, I'm not linking that one in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not helping spread it if someone wants to have it and laugh about it together with me they can ask me but i'm not putting in the show notes actually yeah. you, do, you don't seem Mic laughing drop. you 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 seem crying <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's me crying with fury you know yeah fury yeah, i get it <laughs> okay mic drop okay that's it mic drop okay <laughs> topic of the week <laughs> let's go over to our new calendar well because yes. um much yeah. better the England and, and me much set better together. researched of as well. Yeah, obviously, because <laughs> it's our research. Yes. So we create, yeah, what we want to present you is our Let's Talk newest, uh, Let's Talk Marketplace newest baby is the European mm -hmm. Marketplace Events Calendar 2024. Because I'm, re I'm really proud of us, you know, and I had this idea maybe I think 10 days ago when mm -hmm. I said like, Ingrid, there are so many people asking me where, which, on which events I'm going to go on today and this year and and then I was like, hmm, can we like put this together? And then, yeah, we created actually an event calendar with you, put the graphics together, um, created a landing page for it. And mm -hmm. we made it happen to, uh, yeah, record actually today and um, which you are hearing today. And um, yeah. Yeah, what, quite what a last minute say? special. No? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're good at those. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but we're not laughed from my, my team about it. It's uh, like, no, honestly. So. <laughs> like, can you just, you know, <laughs> spread out the ideas a bit more and not like a bit more finish in advance, next day, please? finish next week? Yeah, a bit more, a bit more in advance. But yeah, well, as I have already realized together with UL, with um, Marketplace Convention, the last ideas are always the best ones. Yes, so, true. Yeah. But so, anyway, um, it's but the last before, idea from the beginning of the year. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Right. So, yeah. Right. Um, but let's talk about the calendar um, a bit. But first, maybe a bit more about the idea behind it, because yeah. um, I remember our conversation about it. And I was first like, okay, who wants to who listen about, to us talk about events? Because, I mean, this is events is not that special, I thought. But yeah, but it is. Had different ideas. So, actually, it is really, um, I mean, I, for example, I always do my planning of the events like in the end of the year before or in the beginning of the year like I did it now so I take my calendar really like my paper calendar and I write down every like event which is important but I know already which marketplace events are relevant for me but mm. they're like coming like new ones into it and then some of them going out and uh, we wanted just to give you an overview about what who what what event could be relevant for you. So we put together also one PDF, which you can download for free. And um, the mm -hmm. link is in the show notes. Um, it's also, it's here again, www.marketplace-uni.com slash LTM calendar 2024. And the idea is that you can go on this landing page, download the calendar, and then you, um, yeah, then you can also get in the future maybe some newsletter from us, which is not ready yet. But Ingrid and me, we are like, yeah, like visualizing how we want to grow with you and our community. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's the base. So you can download it also and um, yeah, get into your planning. And besides, or while you plan it, we talk with you now about all the events. How much does it cost for you to go there? Like, what is all the ticket prices? Can you just go there where it is? How relevant is it? And you can all, we can also talk with you about where you can see Ingrid and me. But, uh, spoiler, sometimes it's pretty, pretty spontaneous that we go somewhere <laughs> or don't go somewhere. Yeah, it's not yet fixed for the no, whole year. Not like totally not. fixed, but... No. Um, Sometimes there are some, some, some things jumping in, like for me last week. Um, but overall we could say, okay, Ingrid, let's, let's just like give me a short wrap up or summary. What are the top three events where you will be this year? The top three events. Well, mm -hmm. the, um, the most important of course is the marketplace convention for me, which is my own event. I'm organizing that, which is going to um, be in Cologne um, in the week of the 24th to 20, uh, 21st to 24th of October. It's not yet totally fixed, but in that week for two days. So, of course, I'm going to be there. Um, and the second thing that I definitely want to do again is the CAF 5 conference um, in June in Berlin. Because this is just a must. I, last year, um, it was actually my first K5, which is sort of embarrassing, but it was really good. So um, I really think I have to go again. And um, considering the third one, I will definitely be at the Miracle Platform Summit again. Um, this is sort of the house event of Miracle Marketplaces, where they gather all the bigger brands and retailers that might be interested in building their own marketplace. But it's also very good to meet very interesting people there. So um, I was already invited to come again. So I will definitely go there. And yeah, I think these are my top three. I oh, think to my top three are pretty similar to yours. So mine is also Marketplace Convention, but... I'm more a particip participant. I know some of you already think that Ingrid and me are doing this together, but it's <laughs> mainly Ingrid. And sometimes I support here and there, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, for personal reasons, because I like Ingrid so much and um, mm. her team. 
and I believe in this event. And um, then for me is the ECD in Munich, uh, very important, and yeah. the K5 as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ECD would be a close one for me as well. I think I will be there as well. So, yeah. shall we go from January till December? Yeah, we, you, we have to be really quick, you know, because there's loads, <laughs> yeah. loads of events. Oh so, um, okay, um, I'll start with uh, Webwinkel Wachtage, which is in uh, January in Utrecht. Uh, something that you can say about that, because I don't know it actually. Yeah, Webwinkel is one of the, yeah, it's like the biggest Benelux or Bene e-commerce fairs and um, yeah Dutch uh, is the main language there is mm. near Amsterdam and um, in, uh, in Utrecht and they, they have like around 12,000 attendees ticket price so more is more free fair. for attendees so, yeah it's more fair mm -hmm. um, but for Benelux it's really important mm -hmm. as I yeah talk with some Dutch clients yeah mm -hmm. Well, so, I guess the, the sort of the, the German um, counterpart of that would be the e-commerce expo Berlin today. I think um, at the moment it's the biggest e-commerce trade fair in uh, Germany, uh, taking place in Berlin in February, 22nd of February, also free for attendance and round about, I think last year they had around about 10,000 visitors. So also quite Big one, but um, also a bit hectic. I think this is more more for oper operatives going through looking for um, the best people to work with or new uh, software solutions and stuff like that. Not that strategic, I think. Yeah, it's also free for attendees, but um, mm -hmm. um, due to the reason that it's like beginning of February and like the next big events are just like starting in April, March, June. Um, mm -hmm. This is like, like a really well chosen date, I would say. Yes. And um, it's also German and also English from their main language, which is yeah easily or more easily to access for uh, international or some mm -hmm. marketplaces. Um, I, I might be there, but it's really depending on some other topics and my schedule. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, then we have the Euro CIS, but this one you mentioned. So yeah, what this is, is it about? Uh, this is actually, this is taking place also in February in Dusseldorf. And this is more for brick and mortar retailers, actually, who are trying to digitalize the classical retail. Um, also quite a big event for that uh, target group, around about 9,000 uh, visitors last year, um, free of charge as well. But um, why is this in this list? Because they have started to put some marketplace perspective into the broker program. Um, so it might be worth considering for especially multi-channel retailers um, who will look to combine the brick and mortar stores with um, online uh, channels and marketplace channels as well. So I'm, I have not been there yet because, as I say, up to now it was very focused on brick and mortar, but that might change. So if anyone goes, I'd be very interested to hear what you think about it. Mm -hmm. right. And then we have the ASK, Amazon Sales Congress. Yeah, well, this is one of the big um, and very well-known um, Amazon events in the, I would say, high-level Amazon uh, field. So for people who are really, really good with Amazon, the Amazon Sales Congress is sort of a fixed date. Very expensive. So normally around about 1,300 euro, but um, it's well-known for a very high class and very open exchange between like the cream of the pie. 
But do you need an invitation to go there? Um, Yes, I think so. It's something like you have to, um, you know, put a, yeah, Voranmeldung. Pre-registration? Yeah, something like that. And then they accept you or they don't. And if they're full, then that's it. And it's happening on the 19th and 20th of March in Erfurt Mm -hmm. in Germany. Main language is also German. Yes, German, yes. Um, Yeah, well, you can see me as a speaker on the Foxconn on the 12th of April in Mainz, uh, Mm -hmm. which is like event from Brickfox, a a middleware, middleware partner, and they will, yeah, um, have like a multi-channel expert forum. You can just go there. Um, ticket price is around 100 euro, and I will be the keynote speaker and talk about marketplace, the marketplace quadrants. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that those those house events are um, quite uh, important, especially in Germany. I have the feeling. I have no idea if this is the same in, in other markets in Europe. But for example, the Miracle Platform Summit that I already talked about, which is in April in Munich, is also one of those house events. Because, but this is one of a bigger um, venue of events that uh, there's one in Paris and there's I think one in Asia somewhere and one in uh, Munich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few days later, on the 26th of April, is the Kaufland e-commerce day, which is also quite established um, up to now. It's made only, mostly for selling partners of Kaufland and uh, retailers and brands alike but who can look into how to best sell on the Kaufland marketplace. To, to go back to Miracle, you need mm. an invitation to go there. So it's yes. on the 18th of April in Munich. Mm-hmm. And I don't have an invitation, so yet, I don't know. <laughs> but that's the reason why I'm not going yet. So if Miracle <laughs> hears this, <laughs> well, I know that's easy to get one for me, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, what but other, this is quite well as well, actually. But what I fun. get asked often is like, hey, Valerie, which events shall we go? Um, is the OMR really, really, really valid? And I oh, think they... Yes. They um, announced last week that Kim Kardashian is coming. Oh, yeah. Um, um, it's on the uh, 7th and 8th of May in Hamburg. Nearly yeah. 72,000 people are coming. Yeah, it's just completely it's nuts. insane. It's a yeah. uh, marketing festival and it's really a festival. It's like prices, a ticket price is around 500 euros and upwards. Mm. Um, focuses online marketing, social media and all those stuff. Um, I... I've personally never been there uh, because I think it's just not relevant if you put it's the focus just on a marketplace. Big party, nothing else. I mean, it's all right if you want to go for a party, and, and there are lots of people there. Just because I mean, seventy-two thousand people. Yeah. It's not as if the the branch, the whole online business, is that big. So it's, yeah. it's very likely you meet everyone you want to meet there. But they're there to have party. <laughs> you know, you yeah. go party and have fun. And I don't think that there is a lot of business happening there actually yeah and it's like yeah there's like i think like for new social media marketing input that might be interesting but uh, yeah that's it not so much marketplace relevant yeah but much much more relevant i think is the score at zurich yes yeah taking place in in uh, in may 29th of may in zurich um put together by by the wonderful alexandra zera who has already also been uh, a guest on our podcast last year and uh, it's for e-commerce C-level managers for mostly from Switzerland but also I think Dach region yeah. now but mainly and, uh, Swiss retailers 
yeah, yeah. mainly there. But still, <laughs> um, you, you're going to be there as well, aren't you? Yes. It's not like finally, finally, but I'm pretty... Well, there's a good potential that I go there. And maybe mm -hmm. as also to give a masterclass. Um, they expect around 900 to 1,000 participants. Um, ticket price is starting around 500 Swiss francs. And it's the biggest e-commerce event yeah. in the in Switzerland. So the K5 of Switzerland, yes. they always say. Yeah. I think. Right. Um, now we're going one, more internationally, huh? Yeah, I didn't hear about that before. I saw it in our calendar. Retail Days Istanbul. What's that? Yes. Uh, Retail Days is Istanbul at the end of May 29th till 30th. Um, it's about retail and digital commerce, free for attendees. Actually, Channel Engine is there, a big partner. That's the reason why I saw it in a uh, newsletter. But uh, mm -hmm. to be honest, this is what I can tell you about it. But there is actually one week afterwards, the World Economic, the World Ecomos Forum from 6 to 8 of mm -hmm. June in Istanbul as oh, well. Also Istanbul, Istanbul, um, yeah. But this is like a really, really huge event with about oh, yes. uh, 30,000 uh, e-commerce people in um, Istanbul. And um, I think if you're going, if you're, if you want to go international, then that could be a good option. Ticket price are starting from 300 euros. And um, yeah, mainly marketplace sellers, also yes. Amazon. This is like the main topic. But we missed something in between, right? Yeah, the Shop Talk, um, which is an event taking place in Barcelona um, in beginning of June. June is insane, by the way. So yeah, wow. Every two or three days is something interesting there. So Shop Talk is in Barcelona. Um, is the um, the event uh, origins from the US? I think Las Vegas? I'm not rich, not quite sure. I have to look that up. But um, they came over to Europe a few years ago. I was there like two years ago when it was in London. And then I thought it was a bit overrated. Yeah, I wandered through the halls and I thought, yeah, well, you know, not that. They, they do big marketing, but it's not that interesting. But I think from what I heard, that has changed because last year they were in Barcelona and I think this year they're going to be in Barcelona as well again. And everyone I talked to who went there last year was quite happy about the whole event and very impressed by the very high-level names and companies that are on stage there, for example. So that might be worth um, traveling. What do Don't I you have want to, to go to Barcelona? <laughs> yeah, Barcelona sounds nice, especially in June. Mm -hmm. So let's see if I do like <laughs> country hopping. Yeah, that yeah. would be. I think that would be a good. Like good every week on another event, not working yeah. at all in between. <laughs> no, no. Just I don't know city hopping and yeah, yeah sounds nice. Uh, yeah. But maybe it's not like, especially June is like cool, crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you have to pay around 600 euros upwards for mm -hmm. brands and retailers to take part at the shop talk. So what's for me much more interesting is the ECD in Munich, which is mm -hmm. where like I go to the ECD, I think already for eight years six years something well, it is around the corner basically for us yeah so. it's like uh, <laughs> like a home run yeah uh, in munich um main uh, main language on the ecd is 
German, to be very honest. I know you wrote down English, but they sometimes they do it in English too. So it's like a well, mixture. On stage, it's a lot on of stage, English. It's a lot of yeah. English. Um, so you can both, you can do either, either or. And um, you need somehow an invitation, but you can also register and then book a ticket. Um, can you? Because last year I, I tried and it wasn't really easy to get a ticket there. Really? <laughs> No, it was. I, I think I wrote to um, my contact there, I think, four times. Like, I want my ticket. <laughs> Where's my <laughs> ticket? Come on. And he was like, yeah, I'm nearly full. I have to see. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, events Worked becoming also end. always a bit challenger, challenging. But yeah. for me, it's the most relevant. Um, ECD is like originally from Tradebyte uh, mm. organized. And um, yeah, but I would say like... It's not just Tradebyte customers now, is it? No. It's, it's no, much but, more mixed now. No, but mainly, I would say. Mm. And, um, but all the big marketplaces are there. Um, it's one day, uh, a party and the, at the end. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. This is like um, my definitely to go there. Don't go mm -hmm. to holiday in that week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I went there last year for the first time which i got a lot of bashing by you for because i haven't been there before yeah, really. but i i must uh, i must admit it is is a very good event it's quite it's nice to get together and it's just a nice atmosphere people are very open so you always can find someone to talk to and uh, to exchange opinions with so definitely worth a shot yeah right um a new one uh in another one in june <laughs> yes another one in june i don't know why why michael put it in june actually because june is insane but well it's a new event by michael atuk who um will come up later again because he is also responsible for the multi-channel day um but he started a new conference or new trade fair i should say uh which is called g digital so go digital basically um on 14th of june in cologne and this one is more focused on kmu um or sme retailers uh with a little online experience um who are looking for a good start into e-commerce and multi-channel sales so it's more for beginners actually but there's going to be very 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 many um, marketplace people as well is because there's like most of the marketplaces are there a lot of marketplace service providers are there um, connectors uh, so you will find lots of input on in the marketplace business especially in the operator side of it so mm -hmm. might be worth a look but it's new so i don't know Right. And then, then um, begin at end of June, it's K5. So there's another must. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So as I already Catholic said, in conference. Berlin, yes. Yeah. One of the oldest and most established C-level uh, conferences for e-commerce in Germany, I would say. Yes. And a uh, very, very good uh, conference part, very high level speakers on stage. And um, the Cafe team always manages to put people together on stage that are actually willing to share real insights, you know, not just da 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 nice just success blah, blah. story as but really insights going into the figures um there when i have been in the crowd there i always got like three four or five news to write about like with every um speaker on stage so that was very good to just keep keep your toes into what is happening yeah i would say 
It's on the 25th and 26th of June. Mm-hmm. And um, prices are um, around 1,000 euro, depending um, which time you book, um, sometimes starting at 500 euro. So the earlier the, the, you book, the better. Um, mm-hmm. And at I the will moment, be... it's still 500. So. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, but this is really where I can recommend to book early because, um, yeah, later it gets mm. a bit more difficult. And also the uh, hotel booking, I would oh, also yes. recommend because they this was insane. a mess last year. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it was the same with me because I was quite late as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> as a press, I didn't have to really worry about the ticket. And then I tried to look for a hotel, I think, two weeks Yeah, one week before, before me too. That was uh-huh. fun. I had the shittiest Airbnb experience <laughs> yes, me too. in Neukölln ever. <laughs> yeah, like far <laughs> away, very far away. <laughs> right. Okay, so then we do a summer break, right? Yeah. July nothing. End of August, there is the multi-channel day on the, the 29th day. of August in Cologne, yep. Köln. Also a event from Michael Atuk. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, a nice get-together for uh, online retailers mostly, um, which has grown enormously in the last years. It started out with only a judge around about 200, 250 attendees. And last year, I think they had around about 1,400 or something. It's quite cheap, just 100 euro for retailers. And it's all about networking, all about meeting people, the conference part is not that important, to be honest, but it's all about meeting the right people and connecting, having fun together and just uh, meeting your service providers in real time and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So we those. have this one and then the next one, which is closest to DMX in Cologne uh, from 18th to 19th of September um, is like one of the biggest e-commerce it's the biggest e-commerce trade fair conference with a, around 40,000 attendees in Germany. Um, but to be honest, if I have to, in like in terms of marketplace business, if I have to compare multi-channel day with DMX code to choose where to go, I yep. would definitely go to multi-channel day yeah. and not to DMX code anymore because it's like just so oversized. And I mean, if you're ahead of e-commerce and, and there's you have a lot like of this, media and marketing and technology yeah, on the DMX yeah, yeah, code yeah, that yeah. you don't find yeah. on the other conferences. And the same, if I had to choose between, um, uh, e-commerce Expo Berlin and De Mexico, I would go to e-commerce Expo Berlin yeah. because that is more focused on the e-commerce business and therefore more focused on the con- a marketplace business. Yeah. While DMXCO has started out as a, as a um, marketing event, actually. Yeah. Then it's just too That big. part was taken over by OMR, then yeah. they went into e-commerce. But it's a bit like, yeah, they are neither there nor here. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm. yeah. right. I'm not going there. <laughs> so, and then uh, Trommelwirbel. Yes. Yeah. Now we have like the most important one. It's actually the the last biggest one uh, for us. It's mm-hmm. the Marketplace Convention. The Marketplace Convention. Yeah. That is, as I said, end of October and welcomes around about 500 attendees, mostly marketplace and e-commerce. Um, yeah. C-level managers. Um, more from the brand side i would say around about 60 percent of our attendees are brand people and the rest are retailers so um yeah i'm at the moment putting together an interesting hopefully very interesting uh, conference program for you on two stages and yeah hoping to see you there i'm looking (laughs) forward to that because i would say i meet most of the 
yeah, most of my uh, clients, marketplace only community participants um, there and on the ECD, but marketplace convention like yeah got bigger and bigger in the last year. Um, I think the timing is pretty good because like not so squeezed in like in May or June, mm. where where you like you you your head spins already where you don't know like oh where to go. And the second half of the year is much more relaxed, definitely. Mm. Um, I also recommend to get the early bird tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much cheaper mm-hmm. at the moment. Yes, that's yes. true. I think we're about now by 450 euro in the moment, but this is, I think that runs until April or something. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, you end looking up the prices, so I don't know. Yeah. So now we have like <laughs> two other small or like smaller ones. There's the ECD Global. We don't know when it's happening, but there's like usually one in like a big European city. Mm-hmm. Last year it was in Paris, wasn't it? Yeah, were I was in Paris. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, small but good. Um, and um, and then we had like we have also the Ahead on Marketplace event, which is um, more like a network event organized by MoveSell, where like I did an event together with them on the Marketplace convention last year, uh, where like yeah, brands coming together, maximum one hundred people. This is like. Um, yeah, you have to register and like try to get on the guest list. And, mm. um, this is what I really, really like. And I do it, um, usually before big events, like before the UMR or Berlin Expo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Isn't it? That's so, it. Where do I you mean... go in summary? Ingrid? <laughs> yeah. As I say, um, I'm of course marketplace convention. I'm K5. Um, I'm, uh, Oracle Platform Summit and uh, apart from that I'm still looking uh, of course ECD I will do the ECD as well and I I'm always thinking about Kaufland e-commerce day because I want to look at it for once but mm-hmm. it's on 26th of April and on 27th is my birthday so that is right uh-huh. that's a bad day for me <laughs> that's a really bad date but we'll see maybe I can be convinced. So okay, and, and I then, would really like to go to sh- to shop talk in Barcelona if anyone mm-hmm. is willing to invite me, but I don't think they will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, for me, it's like I'm thinking about Berlin Expo, but um, maybe my I might go to the US to another conference where mm-hmm. I got invited, and um, I will be a speaker on the Foxconn on the 12th of April. I will go to Score, I guess, to, on mm-hmm. the 29th of May. I will go to the ECD in Munich, obviously, home run, K5 conference uh, two weeks later at the end of June in Berlin, and I will go to um, the Marketplace Convention. And besides that, let's see, but um, yeah, there is like, I'm really, really selective in terms of like where I go. Last year, I even thought about not going to K5 because I was like, well, it's like overwhelming. And mm-hmm. I love events, but it's also, um, yeah, energy intense. And um, yeah, you have to pre-work and post-work yeah, after a lot it. Of post-work, and, yes. um, yeah, but for me this year is a bit focused. And I mean, in the middle of the year, I'm always in Europe, right? So that's a mm. bit easier to attend. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, so I hope that was interesting. And if you. you haven't written it down, then you can download it <laughs> overall, the overview, yes. because it's a lot. Yep. Quite a lot. We, right. we picked up, I think, 20 different ones. 
Yeah, it, was, it, it just it didn't end when you put yeah. that together. It was, it was like, always like, and this, have you ever thought about this one? Have you ever thought <laughs> about this one? We should really include that one. It's like, oh, come <laughs> on, it's going to be really full. And um, our poor graphics designer was really unhappy, I think, putting all that together <laughs> in one document. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so we look forward to seeing you at one event or another. Yeah. I would say. So until then, stay tuned for our next episode in two weeks. Yeah, what will be the topic of in two weeks? Yeah, um, I'm very happy to announce that Stepan Timoshin um, is going to join us. He's the 20-year-old uh, 20 founder of the sneaker online and offline retailer Veditim, who's been doing quite an impact on uh, with his business and on LinkedIn. And he has got very interesting things to talk about. And together with him, we will look into the fascinating world of sneaker platforms. Wow. Sounds like mm -hmm. the youngest guest we had so far. Yes, I think so. Nice. But that, that guy is like, he's got enough energy for both of us and three more of us, I think. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. So I'm looking forward to that one. But before we close up, Uh, I want to also call you um, the news lady. I mean, um, Ingrid got the top LinkedIn top voice 2024. And I was like, oh, well, she sent it to me yesterday. I was like, how did you get this? <laughs> I have to admit, I'm kind of jealous in a good way. I'm like, I'm like, I want this too. So you how did you got it? I just got an email from LinkedIn and now I have a blue badge in my profile and that's it. You know, I mean, I have no idea. I really have no idea. They just informed me like, welcome to our top voice program. It's like, okay. Can you write them Thanks, like, I guess. How, how did I get it? <laughs> I actually did quite a research on that because I wanted to find out how I got it. But <laughs> I think it's this. like from a But special team, right? Chosen. Yeah, they yeah. have like this is a, a, a editorial team, mm -hmm. and this is only very only part of it is, is algorithm, and a lot of it is you know just people editors picking what they think. I mean, they of course have their own agenda on this, yeah, because they uh, think that LinkedIn top voices are something like LinkedIn influencers. The people that talk a lot about LinkedIn, use LinkedIn a lot and spread that in their network. So LinkedIn is happy to have as many top voices as they mm -hmm. can get mm -hmm. because that is good for LinkedIn. Um, let's see if it's good for the top voices as well. <laughs> let's see if that helps in any way. I have no idea. I guess so. so let's so, see. So, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so something but, to celebrate, something to share with you. Mm-hmm. Go to the link. We will link it in the show notes. Wrap down your mm -hmm. and download your event calendar. Plan your week and your year. And yeah, let us know where you go because mm -hmm. maybe we can meet somewhere. Right. Looking forward to that. And now we really have to wrap up because this is the longest episode that we've ever done. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I nothing buy, to talk thanks. about, right, Ingrid? <laughs> yeah, lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a lot. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. And we uh, hear each other in two weeks' time. You listen to Let's Talk Marketplace. The Marketplace podcast with Ingrid Lommer and Valerie Dichtel.